episode of the 10 Things to Tell You podcast. It is totally tied to this week's regular episode, episode 54, Best Books Lately with Jessica Turner. But my conversation with my friend Stephanie Newman-Smith at the back half of episode 54, where we talked through the American Dirt controversy, it went on so much longer than I was anticipating that I didn't have time to share with you any of the books in my humongous to read pile. And I really wanted to point you towards some of these titles before our next book episode, which will probably be in a couple of months. So the truth is, I have way more than 10 books in my toppling over to read pile. Part of this is because I'm a book hoarder and I buy too many books. I literally cannot help myself. I will order a book on a strong recommendation of someone. And at this point, I feel like I have more unread books than I could possibly ever have time for. I should absolutely take on Jessica Turner's Read Your Books Challenge, but I just do not see any sort of a cure for this book addiction at this time. The main reason my to-read pile is so insanely large right now, even for me, is because I just haven't been reading as much as usual. If you've listened to the show for a while or followed me for a while, you know that I tout the magic of setting a 20-minute timer to read more. I do this every single morning as part of my morning routine. I do this in the afternoon or early evening before I start dinner. And then again, sometimes at night, although I usually don't need much external motivation to read at night, it's sort of just part of what I do before I fall asleep. But if you're looking to get back into a reading habit or feel like you're just not getting enough reading time in, set your phone timer for 20 minutes and see what happens. Because if you do nothing else, at 20 minutes a day, you will probably get through an average novel in about two weeks. But also most of the time, you'll end up reading past the 20-minute timer anyway. We just need a little kick in the pants to get started. Now, I talk a lot more about all of my tips and tricks to get more reading in your life. I do that way back in the very first episode of this show. So scroll all the way back to episode one. Clearly, I need to take my own advice, but I have just kind of been off in my reading life. I can feel it when I'm not reading enough. I feel grumpy and weird. So I'm going to share with you the top 10 books on my to-read list, and then I will put the full list on the blog. It is way more than 10 books in case you're interested. In fact, (laughs) I just went to the bathroom in between sort of scripting out this episode and recording it. And I opened Instagram, which I shouldn't have done, and just saw a new book recommendation that I literally added to my list, not to be on this episode. But that is how often I feel like book recs are coming at me. It's the problem and the blessing of bookstagram, isn't it? Okay, well, At the end of this episode that I'm recording now, we will hear from some of you that answered my call on social media to send in the best books that you've read lately or a book that you're looking forward to reading soon. I loved hearing from you guys on this. If you ever want to have your voice on the show, and I would love to have you, please make sure that you're following us on Instagram at 10 Things to Tell You. 
That's the number 10 things to tell you. And make sure that you join in the 10 things to tell you connection group on Facebook. Okay, now to my list. To read, pile, toppling over. Number one, The Long Bright River by Liz Moore. I got this book a couple of months ago. It officially came out in January, but I think I got it early from Book of the Month Club. I've heard so many raves about it. I know I talked about in the big book episode, 54 this week, that I can fall prey to all the book buzz around certain big books. I'm trying to do less of that lately, but I am hoping that The Long Bright River will be an exception. It's a police procedural, a thriller with strong female characters, and honestly, this sounds exactly like the weekend read that I need. I've been reading a ton of nonfiction lately. Most of it is quite heavy, and so a satisfying thriller sounds like exactly what I am in the mood for, for this weekend, maybe. Number two, Fight Like a Mother by Shannon Watts. Shannon Watts is the founder of Moms Demand Action, and the subtitle here is How a Grassroots Movement Took on the Gun Lobby and Why Women Will Change the World. I actually bought this book ages ago and never read it, but last week I recorded an episode for this podcast about teachers in the classroom in this era of school shootings. And having that conversation made me pull this book back out. Now, I know it's a political year. I know that some of these things are not what we want to deep dive on. I hope that you'll trust me that I will always try to handle tricky topics with care. I try very hard to do that. And in research for that upcoming episode, and just for my own knowledge as a woman, as a mom, as an American, I want to see what this book has to say, Fight Like a Mother. I will report back after I read it. Number three, The Glass Hotel by Emily St. John Mandel. This much-anticipated new novel does not come out until March 21st, but I did go ahead and pre-order it to my Kindle. Emily St. John Mandel is the author of Station Eleven, is a novel that came out a few years ago, and I loved that book. The Glass Hotel appears to have a very different premise, a massive Ponzi scheme collapse, and then the disappearance of a woman from a ship at sea. I predict that a ton of people will be reading and talking about this one. If you were a fan of Station Eleven, you should definitely put The Glass Hotel by Emily St. John Mandel on your list. Number four, The Devil's Highway by Luis Alberto Urea. So after talking about and posting about American Dirt by Janine Cummins, quite a few people encouraged me to purchase and read something about the border and about immigration from an author that is actually Mexican. And I completely agree. I should do that. So I took some recommendations. I did some Googling. And I actually ended up purchasing three books from Mexican authors. See what I mean by a book buying problem? So this is the one I'm going to highlight here and the one I'm going to read first of those three. The Devil's Highway is nonfiction. It was published in 2004, so it's not exactly new, but it came up on a few lists I was looking at, and this author also came up a few times. It seemed the most relevant and interesting to me in light of reading American Dirt, so I'm going to try it. 
The Devil's Highway was also a Pulitzer Prize finalist, so I'm just very excited to read this one for a few reasons, not the least of which is discovering books that aren't new. It is just so satisfying. I wish that I wasn't so distracted by new books when there are so, so, so many older titles that I want to be checking out. Okay, number five, The Body by Bill Bryson. So I got this book as a Christmas gift from my Pilates teacher, Curry, and I not only trust her taste in whatever kind of message she is sending to me, I've also since seen that people are loving this nonfiction book about the body. I already knew people loved Bill Bryson as an author, but this will actually be my first Bill Bryson book. I've been meaning to read his book, A Short History of Nearly Everything. I've wanted to read that for ages. I just haven't gotten to it. But The Body by Bill Bryson was named one of the best books of the year by the Washington Post. It was an instant New York Times bestseller. I actually cannot wait to jump into this one. Number six, Untamed by Glennon Doyle. This is another one that hasn't released yet. Untamed will come out on March 10th, but it's also another one that I pre-ordered. I've read both of Glennon Doyle's other books. I especially loved her first book, Carry On, Warrior. That is a memoir, book of essays that I refer to again and again. I think Glennon has been so influential in how she shares on social media, how she shows up in the world. I think she just has a really distinctive voice and influence. I know that I have taken so much from her over the years, sharing her life, her motherhood, her issues with addiction and love. And I have been looking forward to this book, Untamed, for a while. So I'm really glad it's finally releasing. Number seven, The Last Romantics by Tara Conklin. This is a book from 2009 that I, again, bought on my Kindle and just never got to. I feel like this is a book that I keep seeing everywhere, like in the airport, on all the bestseller lists. It's a family drama primarily centered around the siblings. I tend to love those. So The Last Romantics by Tara Conklin is one that I want to get to sooner rather than later. Number eight, on my list of two read books right now. A Woman of Independent Means by Elizabeth Forsyth Haley. This novel was originally published in 1978, so before I was born, and you might have heard me talk about my personal goal to reread some of my favorite books of my life here in my 40th year. Now listen, I have done an abysmal job of that goal, but this one, this is the one of the whole stack that I really want to prioritize. I read this book as a young woman when I was new to Los Angeles with the world at my feet, and now I want to reread it as a middle-aged wife and mother, and I just want to see what kind of chord it strikes. Okay, number nine on the list, You Will Never Forget Your First by Alexis Coe, a biography of George Washington. The cold hard truth is that I bought this one after someone posted it on Instagram because I loved the title and the cover. I thought it was so cheeky and fun. This is the deep intellectual decision making that is happening over here. But also, I've been interested in founding father history more than usual after the great Hamilton obsession of 2018. So I thought this would make for a good read. It's short, it's barely 300 pages. It has a very cute name. You never forget your first. And if there was 
ever a time for a humorous look at American presidents? Well, it is now. Number 10, Radical Compassion by Tara Brock. I started this one already. I did a morning reading session with it a few days ago, and I could tell that it was going to rock my world. So I set it aside for a minute to get through a bunch of other books that I've started but not finished yet that sort of live in my morning reading stack. I wanted to be able to give Radical Compassion my full attention. Tara Brock, if you are not familiar with her already, is a mindfulness meditation teacher. I really, really love the way that she speaks and writes about things. And in this busy and overwhelming season of life right now, I need more of Tara Brock-like content in my ears, in my hands. And so Radical Compassion, I feel like, is exactly the book that I need to read in spring 2020. So that's my big to-read stack. Like I said, there are numerous other titles sitting on my Kindle, on my nightstand. I'm going to be listing all of those on the blog, 10thingstotellyou.com, because there are some special interest books in there you might want to browse. There's some book writing and book marketing stuff, the other books that I bought in response to American Dirt, that sort of thing. So please check out that blog post. I'll link to it in the show notes if you care to see the whole list. I'm now going to throw it to you, the listeners who sent in their best reads lately. I love taking recommendations from you guys and just hearing what you're thinking about, what you're taking in right now. We will end there until our new episode next week. Thanks for listening to a bonus show, you guys. Happy weekend. Hey, Laura, this is Rachel, and I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. A book that I've read recently that I absolutely loved is a middle grade novel called The Remarkable Journey of Coyote Sunrise by Dan Gamenhart. I loved this story about Coyote and her father and their journey of living in a school bus and traveling across the country. The story has so much heart. It will make you laugh. It will make you cry. And I know it's middle grade, but I promise it's for everyone. Hello, this is Kara from New Jersey. I'm currently reading Station Eleven and absolutely loving it, although the timing couldn't be worse because I'm traveling on Saturday to Jamaica and slightly freaking out. But I have to say, it's still not making me want to put the book down until I'm finished. Hi, I'm Mallory from Tallahassee. And one book that I just recently read is The Unhoneymooners, which I thought was such a fun read. It was juicy, sexy, fun, hilarious, and... The book I'm currently reading is the most fun we've ever had, and one that I look forward to reading next would be Such a Fun Age. Hi, I'm Ashley from Lubbock, Texas, and I just read The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle by Stuart Turton. I like to describe it as Agatha Christie wrote a Black Mirror episode about Groundhog's Day. I will say it took me a few chapters to get my bearings, but after that, I finished it in a day. I couldn't put it down. And I really need somebody else to read it, too, so they can talk about it with me. (laughs) I'm Molly from Lake Mary, Florida. And the best book that I have read lately was actually uh, in May of last year, but it beats anything that I have read since. And it's The Dove Keepers by Alice Hoffman. And it's an emotionally intense book. It's haunting, but it was beautifully written. And it gave... Uh, context and illumination to an historical event that before reading this book, I wasn't aware of before. Highly, highly recommend. 
I'm Elizabeth from Katy, Texas, and the book I cannot stop recommending is Jessica Simpson's new memoir, Open Book. This book is so well-written, and if you listen to it on audio, you can actually hear Jessica get emotional in parts as she narrates. She does not hold back. She dives into her childhood, rise to fame, the bullying she's endured about her body, and there is some really juicy celebrity gossip throughout. This one was definitely a surprise five-star book for me. Hi, this is Erin from Sacramento. I recently pulled out of my big to-read stack, The Year of Yes by Chandra Rhimes. It was fantastic. I even want to go back and do the audio version, hopefully if it's read by the author. I love that. Highly recommend. Hi, Laura. I'm Renee from Ohio, and an upcoming release I'm excited about is In Five Years by Rebecca Searle. Hi, this is Tara from San Diego, California. I like to have a nice mix of books depending on my mood, and right now I'm reading Little Weirds by Jenny Slate alongside Mommy Dearest by Christina Crawford. Both are incredible in different ways. I'm Sherry from Seattle, and I'm really looking forward to reading Writers and Lovers by Lily King, which comes out on March 3rd. Hi, I'm Jeannie from Minnesota, and the book I'm recommending is called New Kid by Jerry Craft. It's a graphic novel, and it just won the Newbery Award this past year. It's just such a great book for anyone who knows what it's like to be new and try to fit into a a strange place. Hi, Laura. My name is Adriana, and I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. One of the best books I've read lately is called That She Was Gone by Lisa Jewell. Um, it's a really, really good book. Easy read. I actually read it one day on a Sunday. Very easy to read. It's kind of like a mystery thriller book and it is super, super entertaining. My name is Liz from Kansas and I'm excited for the upcoming release, Wayside School Beneath the Cloud of Doom. It's book number four by Lewis Sacker and most of the books were in the 70s and 80s. And so I'm super excited to see a new installment. It just brings back happy childhood memories. And sometimes I just need a really light, funny read in between heavier books. So I can't wait to read it. Hi, my name is Ashley from Richfield, Utah. And the best book I've read lately is called A Fall of Marigolds by Susan Meissner. Hi, this is Stephanie from North Greenbush, New York. The book I can't stop talking about and thinking about is Know My Name by Chanel Miller audio version, the book version, either one. Everyone needs to read this. Keep up the good work with the podcast. I love listening to your recommendations and most of my reads right now are coming from just listening to your discussions about what authors and what books you are loving. Thanks. just listen to the 10 things to tell you podcast you can find the show notes and subscribe to episode emails at 10 things to tell slash podcast and you can follow us on facebook and instagram at 10 things to tell you remember this is an interactive podcast i have 10 things to tell you and you have 10 things to tell so take this topic to your journal or a friend or post on social media using the hashtag 10 things to tell you. These episodes are meant to bring connection with others and ourselves and spark better conversations. Thanks for listening. Now go share something.